Hey guys, what's going on? Jerry Dell came here. I want to share with you three of the best investments I've made to free up my personal life. Uh, two of them you might think are pretty odd. So let me share these with you. I think they'll give you some perspective and hopefully you just create more space in your life as well. Welcome to The Health Runner Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. All right, so uh, just in case you don't know me, my name is Duriel Kame. I'm the founder and CEO of Healthpreneur. We help health professionals just like you get clients and scale your businesses online. And yesterday I was uh, had a, a mastermind with the mastermind that I'm a part of. And one of the conversations that we had was one of the questions that came up was what are, like what is the best investment you've made that has freed you up personally or that has brought uh, a certain level of zenness or joy whatever it is to you personally so I want to share uh, I shared one of the things or two of the things yesterday I want to share three of them here with you today and yeah, I think, again, these are just mine. I'm not saying you have to do these. These are just for me, and I'm going to give you some perspective about each one of them, okay? So the first one is hiring a personal chef, which is the best investment I've ever made because as much as I enjoy food, I don't enjoy making it as much. And I like I love cooking when I want to, not when I have to. It's a big distinction. It's been a, a sticking point in our life for a number of years. And I got to the point recently where I was like, you know what? Screw this. We're going to hire someone to make our food for us because it's just, you know, I'd make dinner once, twice a week. We'd order from Uber Eats, et cetera. I was like, it wasn't, you know, it's not really the, the lifestyle slash food choices we want to give to our kids on a consistent basis. So we found a, a local chef who's incredible. And she comes into the house once a week on Thursdays. She makes five meals for us. So five different meals for the week. All whole food based, great quality stuff. Tastes amazing. And then we basically put the stuff in the fridge and then we warm it up on the specific days that we want to have it. So that has probably been the single best decision I've made on the, on a personal level because number one, like obviously valuing the quality of the foods that we eat is very important, um, but I also know that we're not eating nearly as well as we could if we had someone making the food for us, so now we do, and it's incredible. Um, I, I think the thing that my wife and I wanted to avoid for the longest time was having someone in our house all the time. Like, I don't enjoy having people in my house. Like, I don't even let my kids' friends come over that much. Um, I like my space and my wife does as well. So we had to figure out like how do we, like I don't want someone in our kitchen seven days a week. So with this setup, she comes in once a week as I mentioned, she makes the meals for the week and then we get on with our life and it's awesome. So that's been probably the single most, I think impactful decision we've made in the past year, which I think anyone should look into and quite honestly, a personal chef in this capacity is not as expensive as you think. She gets all the groceries, she makes the meals, she does all the cleaning. Obviously, when she's here, she doesn't come clean on the, on a Saturday, for instance. Um, but she cleans up the mess. So, like, you would never know that she was here. Like, it was amazing. Best investment. So, that's the first one. 
Um, the other cool thing with that is that it actually, like our kids get involved if they're not at school with some of the meal prep, which is a lot of fun. So she's made some cool stuff with them. And I think that's been a really nice experience for them. It also gives them a wider variety of foods to choose from. Like we've had, I'd say seven, eight, nine different fish plates that I would never even have considered. So I, I think it's just, you know, it's been really, really nice. So that's the first one. Second one um, best personal investment, best investment that I've made to free up my personal life is literally every single team member that comes onto our team. I want to preface this by saying every single A player that comes onto our team because I've made some hires in the past where I've recognized over time that they were not giving me freedom back. They were causing me to create more work for myself because they were not that good. And that's 1,000% my fault. If you hire someone and they don't give you time back, you've hired the wrong person. If you hire someone and they don't know what they're doing and you have to spend all your time training them, you've hired the wrong person. There is a, there's a, a difference between coaching and leading and training someone, right, and helping them get better versus you spending a lot of your time getting that person up to speed. There's a very big difference there. And you have to understand what that is because people are your biggest asset. They are your biggest asset, but the wrong people become your biggest liability. And you'll know instantly, like the wrong person is not going to become a great person. Um, I shouldn't say that. The wrong team member is not going to become a great team member. You'll know very soon, like either on day one, they're a rock star or they're done. And the question that I ask myself really all the time throughout, you know, throughout the year is, Knowing what I know now, would I hire this person again? And if the answer is no, at any point, I have to let that person go. And thankfully, as of this current shooting, everyone on my team is a yes to that question. And that's very important to me because our team is amazing. We have just incredible people. And, you know, whether we're talking about high level executive leadership type of stuff or, you know, slightly lower level positions, every person needs to be great at what they do because it's going to take stuff off your plates and it's going to take stuff off other people's plates eventually. And those people help you buy back your time, right? And when you have more time, you have space to think, you have space to create, you have space to, for me, like shooting these videos is really the only thing other than vision and kind of leading the team is the only thing I really need to do. It's the only thing I want to do, to be honest. And then obviously connect with our clients. But if I'm having to do all this other stuff because I don't have the right people in place, I'm wasting a lot of my time. So every single time I make a a strategic hire, it's just an incredible decision for me and our business. So the right people are your biggest asset in business and in life. The wrong people are a major, major liability in terms of how much time they take from you, the frustration, all that kind of stuff. So that's the second second best investment, and it continues to be an amazing investment. The third one, which is on the surface not going to sound like a very smart investment in the slightest, is my McLaren. Actually, two of them. So... I wrote about this in MindFloss. If you haven't got the book, grab the book, mindflossbook.com. And I talked about how I really kind of like intentioned this McLaren into existence. A number of years ago, I went for a supercar day. I love cars with my buddy. 
and we uh, we drove a Ferrari, Nissan GTR, a bunch of other cars. Finished the day with the McLaren 570S. And right away, we were like, oh my God, this car is a friggin' dream. And I got out of the car when we were finished, and I said to myself, and I said to Nick, I was like, I'm buying this car. Like, not that one specifically, but I am buying this car. It was just such a revelation for me. And over the next 18 months, I put the, you know, the intention out there. I did the visualization, you know, made sure I had, like, I found the right one that I wanted and eventually brought it into, into my life. We both know, I think we know, that cars are not a good investment typically. Um, they're a liability more than an asset. But I want to give you a different perspective on this is I get a tremendous amount of joy driving that car. And for me, I haven't traveled on an airplane for 18 months because of COVID. Travel was a very big part of my life and our family's life for forever until, you know, the pandemic. So I don't know what the future holds. Um, you know, who knows when we're going to be next on an airplane. But there, like that sense of freedom and being able to experience things, um, I didn't want to miss out on. So that part of my rationale for having a car like this was, number one, it's it's just an, it's just like a knife through butter. Like driving it is just such a pleasurable experience, and it's also given me the opportunity to to explore parts of southern Ontario which I never would have explored. So there's just so much beauty locally that I didn't really get to take in because I didn't really have the desire to go for a drive, um, you know, outside of having this car. So it, it's been a great return on mojo. Now I'm not saying. I don't think this recommendation is something that you should like, don't go out and buy a supercar. Like it's, it's, if you're worried about how much you're going to spend in gas or you're worried about the insurance, like you can't buy these cars. Um, I think 50 cents said, you know, don't buy one car unless you can buy two. Manny Koshpin who collects supercars, he's like, I would, I only bought my Bugatti when I could buy 10 of them. And I think that's great advice is I'm not talking about going to lease a car. Like don't like, going to lease a supercar just so you can look cool. If you can pay cash, like just buy it outright, right? But you have to be in a position where that makes sense for you. Now, I'm not saying this makes sense for most people. I'm saying for me, in my stage of life, in my setup, in my situation, it was what I wanted and I was able to make sense of that. It's produced a tremendous amount of return of, uh, of mojo or joy. So for me, that's very important because I don't, I mean, there's very few things in my life that I feel a sense of like deep meditative presence around. When I go driving, I get that sense of meditation and that's very important for me. So am I willing to spend money for that? Probably, yeah, obviously. So that's been huge. And then we got a second one um, for my wife. We were actually gonna get it for next year, but then there's a, a p- an impending luxury tax coming into Ontario perhaps. So we're like, I don't feel like paying an extra 100 grand for a car in tax. So we decided to get a second one. And again, it sounds ridiculous and it kind of is, but here's the thing is that it just raises you to the next level. It's like when you fly business class, you can never sit economy or coach again. Like it just, you, you become a different person and it's not about being elitist or too cool for school or whatever. It's about doing things that raise your standards. A number of years ago, this is a big eye opener for me. I was working with Dan Sullivan from, from strategic coach amazing coach, amazing mentor, just an amazing human. And we were flying back from New York City and we ended up being in the same plane. 
at the time, it's uh, an hour flight from New York to Toronto. So I was flying uh, just economy. I'm like, I'm not going to pay six times as much for a business class seat. And I asked him, I'm like, so you fly business, even like Toronto, New York, Toronto, Chicago, which are simple, like 45, 60 minute flights. And he said, yeah, all the time. And, and I asked him, I'm like, why? He said it was about the standard that you set for yourself. And I was like, that's a good way of looking at it. So would you pay more to set a higher standard for yourself? I think so. I think it's worth it. So that was just an interesting mindset shift. And then the second benefit of obviously this, um, you know, having this type of car is, is the people that I've met who also have other exotics or supercars because, you know, there's not a lot. There's, there's not like you don't see them all the time. So you uh, it's I mean, in my case, I've you know been part of uh, one or two amazing supercar circles, supercar groups. And we do some cool rallies. If you've seen any of my videos on Instagram, uh, do some beautiful country road drives and you meet some really, really great people, right? People who are playing life at a different level when, you know, when they're driving these cars. And it's just, it's really awesome to, to make new friends and, and understand that pretty much all of them are entrepreneurs. And like, again, like you're just, it's, you're buying into a new network of people. And I think that's massively important because as I said before, People are your biggest asset, right? Your network is your net worth. So does it make sense to pay into that? I believe so. I mean, that's why I've invested in coaching and masterminds for the past 10 years. I've spent more than a million dollars in my own coaching and masterminds because it's massively important. And it's similar here in the context of being surrounded by other great people. So Again, this last one here is obviously like I wouldn't recommend as a like you have to go buy a car because that's stupid advice, okay? I'm not going to lie about it. You have to be in a position where it makes sense. And like again, second thing is maybe you don't even care about this stuff. Maybe you have zero interest in driving cars, which is totally fine, in which case don't do it. I'm just saying do what brings you joy. And this is the advice I gave yesterday in our mastermind. I said you know, don't buy a car because you see other people buy a car or don't do things because you see other people do things. Do what you really, really are driven or pulled to do. I love driving. I love, I love that feeling. For me, that brings, again, as I've mentioned this 10 times right in this video, a tremendous amount of joy in my life. It's not about kind of you know, cruising downtown and showing my car off and being all cool. I could care less about that, Right. It's about what brings you joy in life and understanding there's a very big difference between joy and happiness. I'm not saying I will be happy when I have a car or like whatever car. I was happy to begin with, right? My happiness has zero bearing on me having a a thing like a car or a house or whatever. I'm happy every day, right? I, I love what I do. I love the people I'm around. I feel good in my own skin. That's That's the most important thing. It's not like once I achieve this thing, I'll be super happy. Big difference, okay? I feel happy. I feel fulfilled every single day. This is just like the thing that, you know, brings me a bit more mojo, if you will, on a frequent basis. Unfortunately, I have to take the car in today, actually. Um, got to store it for the winter. So it's going to be six months without this now. So we'll see how this all goes, but I'm sure I'll be fine. So anyways, those are the top three investments, kind of odd investments that I've made, if you will. Uh, that have really freed me up personally. And anyways, hopefully they made sense. Well, I'd love to know from you, what's one of the best decisions that you've made from a personal investment perspective that's freed up your life or improved your business? Let me know in the comments below. Hope you've enjoyed this. 
And if you're watching this on the YouTubes, remember to subscribe and I'll see you in the next video. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.